0: Hey guys, welcome back to Gab with Gab and Kenz. I'm Gab. I'm Kenz. And today we have our very first guest. Um, So our guest today is Ella McLean. She is my really good friend. She's on the Southern Track team with me um she is she really inspires me every day to kind of be the best athlete I can be and wow. I think that, oh, that's so nice I know, that's <laughs> wow. kind of nowhere. she doesn't say those things about me um, she not say those things about me unless you're her here <laughs> <laughs> no but it's true she does and she has a really um awesome story that I think everyone can kind of benefit from and take something from so we're gonna have her on today to share that story so here's Ella hey I'm Ella <laughs> um I Kind of going off what they were talking about last time with their fitness journeys, I've always done a lot of sports. Like when I was younger, like every little kid I did gymnastics. That lasted for about two minutes. And then I started doing soccer. Same. I did, did soccer until, like actually played until my junior year of high school. And then when I was like six, my mom signed me up for track and I was good at it. And liked winning. So I kept doing it. Um, That's a great reason to (laughs) to keep it. Yeah, it was fun. (laughs) Um, The first time I ever had a meet, it was like our states as, you know, six, seven year old. Um, And I made finals. We had no idea what that meant. And all of the older kids were like, yeah, you have to run again. I was like, why? (laughs) I already did. (laughs) I already did that. There's more. I have to do that again. I also um, threw softball at that meet. I think I threw the softball as far as I jumped in is that is that is that, like, the shot put of six-year-olds? Yeah, okay, is. got it, got it, got it. <laughs> I, did, I, yeah, I, I think for... it's I think it's actually the jab of six-year-olds. Oh, even better. Because it's, like, jab. a little running <laughs> I forgot, that's what I should have been throwing. Yeah. I forgot that we're only at age six, and I yeah. was like, why are we throwing something?" of right yeah. now? No, age age six, you know, signed up because we moved, so my mom was like, meet people. This is a fun summer yeah, thing, right. and then she, I don't think she knew what she was getting herself into. No, she did not. And, yeah, I've been doing track ever since, um, but the fun story, I guess, <laughs> is my fun. junior year, right after COVID happened, sorry, I have to stop cracking my knuckles, um, it was May 2020. Everyone in the world was hiking. May you know, 17th, actually. Yeah, I just learned that. May 17th, 2020. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> so everyone was hiking and some forced family fun was about to happen at my house and we went to Smith Pond in Enfield, New Hampshire, because that's where I'm from. We made it about five minutes into the hike, maybe. And a shaker Dam collapsed and I happened to be under it when it collapsed. So three large boulders fell on my body and I broke my pelvis in five places. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. I knew you were gonna like laugh so we have to preface that like. It's okay. It's <laughs> yeah no really it's great. fine. It's we're great. not like laughing at it. or <laughs> no, just it's, it's, it's you know it was a time. Yeah. A I time. also have this story engraved in my brain yeah. so yeah. I, I like to hear how she tells it every time. Yeah it's a little it different. Is. Um, so yeah, broke myself in a lot of places, my pelvis in five. Sorry. My foot broke myself. Yeah, you know. Um broke my foot in two. Um I was backboarded out of the woods. Um, the volunteer EMTs in Enfield, New Hampshire had not yet finished their training. So they got (laughs) to practice on me. They did after you. Yeah, they I think they got like a free pass to certifications after that. Yeah. But they hadn't yet learned how to do an IV, so they missed mine on both tries. So, all of the meds okay. that were going into my system um, just went into my arm. Okay. So, it was numb for like two weeks, I would say. Your arm? Uh, yeah. Got my it. bicep. It was huge. I had one big bicep. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. The nurse in <laughs> yep. the ER was like, uh, does her arm normally look like this to my mom? I was like, no. So No, it doesn't. Wait, why? Like, why would they send... Like, Uh, that's just happened. Maybe they didn't know the extent of, like, what they were going into. They probably just sent the closest person. Yeah, it was the closest place. My mom asked for Hanover. They did not arrive Mm -hmm. because they were further away. And they didn't... I don't think they knew... Anyone knew the extent of what happened. Because even when we were there and when they were, like, getting me out of the woods, I did a hip bridge. I did a single leg hip bridge because I only thought my foot was broken. Yeah. Um, so they were like, wait, do that again, so I did, and while they were, like, wrapping the sheet around my hips to stabilize it, I kind of was like, oh, no, I'm fine, and then one x-ray, they went to get the specialist, mm-hmm. and they are like, so, you have, I think at that point, they only found three fractures, and just then, just in your pelvis, hmm and then, like, every x-ray, I, they just found more, every time, I don't really know how that worked, but... Mm. Yeah, so I was in a wheelchair for 3 months. I from end of May to almost August. So it's like 2 months, but it was 12 weeks. Um that was less than ideal. I was a camp counselor at the time also, so I was wheelchairing myself while trying to keep 6-year-olds in line <laughs> during the summer. Um so that was also a fun time. But yeah, I got out of school early. That was cool. There you go. Yeah. But I went to PT twice a week for, like, six months until October. They thought I was fine. Then I had a CT on my foot, found out my foot was still broken. How long was this after? Three months. Okay. So I was walking on a broken foot for, for- like, three months. Okay. Um, coincidentally, it was the day I had my tour with Southern. So we went to the hospital in the morning, found out I was having surgery the next week, went to Southern... Committed verbally. Did not tell the, Don't, no. the you, coach. Don't so know the coach. You weren't in the wheelchair anymore at this no. point. So okay. I got out of the wheelchair in August, like early August, found out I was having surgery in October. Got it. Um, Thought that my foot just kind of hurt. Yeah. It didn't, mm, it was, still broken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was walking with the women's head coach, and the men's head coach was walking with my mom on the tour and said, Why is that Olympic? So, my mom goes, you want to hear the full story or what? <laughs> so, he found out. They were like, what happened? She told the entire story? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they're friends from college, too. Fun fact. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was a thing. And then I had surgery. And then by February, I was cleared to start running again. And, and that, this was your senior year of high school, right? Mm-hmm. And from the first time i saw my pt i told him i was winning states i was like i'm going to win the hundred at states i'm going to do it it's going to it's going to happen he saw me as i could not even move my legs on my own he was like all right <laughs> I was like okay sure <laughs> um i did end up winning states i also won meet of champs which is like the like Connecticut open. state that's open that's crazy um i broke our school record at hanover that's crazy yeah and then i obviously signed with Southern. Um now I'm a collegiate athlete. So that's pretty cool. So you verbally committed the af- before she told your mom told the story or after? After. Okay. So I they still Lolan so was they were yeah. still wanting me. Um but the surgery went really well. My doctor was like you're probably still going to be in pain after cuz it was like where the bone was, they had to move other stuff in my foot to be able to put screws in it. So That was something. It Mm -hmm. still hurts. Like I complain about my foot, but is what it is. It hurts less than before. Is it like a hurt that could escalate or it's kind of just something you have to like? I think it's just kind of something that is there. I mean, it doesn't feel like the fracture anymore. Mm -hmm. But they're real worried that I could possibly stress fracture and not notice because of the pain in my foot, but we're just kind of going with it Mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, you're probably going to get arthritis in the future. And I was like, mm, that's, that, a that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a future problem. That's like a 25-year-old Ella yeah. problem. Not right, nah, right, right. right now. It's fine. Um, I would also like to add that she is not only a collegiate athlete, but as a freshman, she won our conference championship in the 100. And then as a sophomore, that's a won all of her events in indoor track and will also do so moving forward. So what was more of like the timeline from – you recovering and then, like, getting back to where you were as a track athlete? Because, um, like, it seemed very quick with, like, the way... Yeah, so my PT was great. I did every core and arm exercise known to man that you could possibly mm. do sitting down, so he kept me really strong. Like, I did everything I could. I did hip cars, which are not fun. Um, <laughs> I had to sit on one of those, like, wiggle things and The payoff press, where you just like keep your arms out and like he'll wiggle the band and you can't okay, also sucks. Yeah, (laughs) so I did all of those, I did like all those exercises to keep myself strong. And then by the time I started walking in, I did a lot of like hip mobility things, Mm -hmm. obviously, and like my calves because they got tiny from Mm -hmm. not using them. But the fun part was I got to build my muscles specifically for track. Mm -hmm. So, like, I basically got to start from ground zero and, like, work my way up. So, like, that's kind of how I fell in love with lifting was, like, during COVID, my gym was kind of open. Like, I was allowed to work out there. Mm -hmm. We just had to clean everything really well. So, it became my safe place during that. And then I got hurt. And then I still would go there to do my PT. But the fun part was there was no ramp. You had to go upstairs to get into the gym so I enlisted help of fun college-aged boys and they (laughs) carried me into the gym and carried me out and one of them because I had a cast on my foot one of them one day asked me they were like why can't you just like hop up the stairs I was like (laughs) "I broke my hips too and if I put pressure on my legs at all my um femur could actually go through my pelvis and they were like yeah, that wouldn't you wouldn't want that. Time. Oh, yeah, no, that'd be great. Yeah, so yeah, that was that would suck. That was. Did they miss the whole wheelchair part of that? I don't really know. Okay. Oh, just Those girls just in a <laughs> <The> wheelchair with <laughs> yeah. <of> broken foot. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's what they thought it was. Okay, cool. And I was like, no, my pelvis is broken too. And they're like, oh, okay. So do you have like, how did they heal your pelvis? Do you have like just metal sitting. plates or anything? No, mm-hmm. I just sat for three months. <laughs> nice, actually. It was awful, like, but. You don't you want, could, like, metal plates in there, so no, I mean, that's, like, I, more ideal. They didn't want to go in because it was so close to my growth plates Got it. that they didn't want to, like, screw anything up in yeah. there, and it was, from, like, the first couple of weeks, it had healed so well, and they were, like, tracking it, that they were, like, oh, this is going to heal fine. Same with, I fractured my foot in two places, the second and third metatarsal, and the second metatarsal was, like, 0. 0.4, or 4.1 or something millimeters displaced so it was real screwed up yeah but the cutoff for surgery is like 4.3 so they just kind of left that one alone and it was healing and the third metatarsal where the bone was broken you couldn't see it on an x-ray so they just kind of assumed that that one was healing too and then when I went back for a checkup and was like hey hey my (laughs) foot's broken or I think my foot's something's wrong with my foot They did a CT and an MRI. The CT found it because of the way the CT takes the pictures. It's like a bunch of different planes. Mm -hmm. It smushes it all together. So they could see it on that, and they were like, yeah, still broken in two places. (laughs) Right. That's cool. So, there was, but then fixed my foot. I stopped limping, which was great. According to some of my professors at school, I still live, but I think that's just how I walk. <laughs> right, yeah. Convinced, I just walk with a waddle. So, quite literally started from nothing, like, couldn't, could barely squat the bar, so that was rough. That's crazy, though. Yeah, it was like... a little bit of an ego bruise, because it was like, I was the strong track athlete at yeah. my school, and then it, all of a sudden, like, the nurse was offering me a wheelchair yeah. after my surgery, and I told her I would quite re- literally rather army crawl through the school than get in a wheelchair again. She's like, okay. If you have, I know you have, like, a few videos from that time of you, like, trying to get back into Mm -hmm. it. I can add it to the YouTube video. Oh, my mom made a whole rehab video. Mm -hmm. Like, from broken boulders and all that stuff. I don't know if I can (laughs) I mean, I don't think it matters. Um, I don't know. All the way to my birthday when I got discharged. So I got discharged on my 18th birthday. That's crazy that that was, like, all so, like... It was like six months, but oh my god, it felt like the six longest years. Oh yeah. looking yeah. back at it, it feels like yesterday, but also like 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I know you said um when you started going to your PT, you were like, I'm going to win states. Mm-hmm. Did you have that mindset before you got hurt? Or like what was yeah. like like were you determined to do that and determined to be good before so, you got hurt? yeah. Um my junior year we still had indoor. It was the last indoor before I, the world shut down and I was killing it like I was winning all of our like easy meets in the 55 and I asked my coach one day I was like what's our school record he was like I don't know some girl named Elle McLean has it I was like okay awesome broke that my sophomore year or something (laughs) didn't know um so I was like all right, I. Had, That's, uh, so you already had the school record? Yeah, I have no idea. Zero that sounds idea. like something that, that would have happened to you. Well, we didn't it have probably, like yeah. we didn't have like a record thing, like yeah, a, one of those so, things that yeah. shows all. We now do due to my mom and my uncle. <laughs> Shout out Cinerama in <laughs> wherever he lives. <laughs> Sponsor us. Yeah, he um, <laughs> he made a plaque for my school that has all the school records on it. Now. There you go. Might as well yeah. if you're gonna be half of them. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're a solid two. Um, But, yeah, no, I was supposed to win states in the 55 and the 300, maybe. I psyched myself out completely. I was such a head case before my accident. Like, would give myself panic attacks before races Mm -hmm. that were important and then run terribly the next day. So my coach, for weeks leading up to states, was like, okay, you have to win the 55 and you have to win the 300. And we have to get second or first in the, both of the relays. So, I have a great prelim. I'm supposed to win by a mile in the mm-hmm. 55. Have the worst start of my entire life in finals. Lose by 0.01. Mm, that'll, no. do that yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, so that sucked. Um, Then I was crying, sobbing. Ran my 300. Barely made New England's, then had the four by two or no, then I had the four by four because in New Hampshire it's dumb and they have the four by four, and then the four by two directly after instead of starting the meet with four by two, no shot. So I anchored our four by four, blacked out. Yeah, like I think <laughs> so. Our theory is that I had COVID like the week before because mm-hmm. it was right when COVID like had entered the area and we yeah, didn't so really like, know anything about it. A bunch of people it. had it and like and didn't I know. I was super sick. Missed a track meet. Yeah. I've never done that before in my life. Like didn't run. And then the week later I had states. So blacked out in the last like 25 meters of the four x four. And then 10 minutes later let off the four by two. Wait, so you actually like 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 passed out. Like, like- no, no, no. I didn't pass out. Oh, I you just don't see. see. I couldn't see shit. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. a couldn't that's see. Fine. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, and the official like helped me off the track. He was like, Are you okay? And then after the meet was over, when he saw me lead off the 4 by 2 directly exactly. after he, You probably he thought like... you were psychotic. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, you are. A little bit. <laughs> that was not my choice. I did not want to run that 4 by 2 at all. I think That's I like, a 30. That's dedication, though. That's all right. Because yeah. that, that would have been, school. School. been my first excuse, though. Yeah. I would have been, like, no, I blacked out. Like, there's absolutely no way. And, like, well, the fact coach... that you still did it yeah, was. Yeah, there were four of us that ran in that entire meet for my school, and we were third overall wow we were half a point off second place and then this lady that's at my crazy. school blamed me for it the next oh, day and I was like ah, thank god thank yeah, you so much second. for that That <laughs> uh, really was just the icing on the cake right that's there. exactly what I needed but yeah because you know if I was first we would have had 10 points in the 55 not eight sorry whoopsie my bad but yeah no so that was kind of like the okay I took indoor and I was like starting to get ready for outdoor getting super strong getting like ready and then all of a sudden <laughs> covid happens my coach is like okay we'll be back by april becomes april we're still quarantined Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then boulders fall on you and (laughs) we had like a mock meet Mm -hmm. just with my team that my coach set up because we had like the timing system we had all that stuff i went in my wheelchair it was like five days after i got hurt i don't remember being there but there are pictures of me at the meet Because I was still on a lot of drugs. Yeah. Like, (laughs) all of of them. (laughs) Um, I don't remember going, but I know I was there. And then there was another one that I went to that I do remember. Because that was, like, a month later, maybe. And I stopped taking all of the meds. But, yeah, that was, I was like, okay, I don't like the feeling of losing. Like, I don't like being that close and just Mm -hmm. not getting there. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to win. I'm gonna win states my senior year. I won it my freshman year, so I was like, okay, I gotta do it again. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just Obviously. be like one shot. Like yeah, that's not fun. So, states my senior year was kind of like conference second day, just with rain. Mm-hmm. So super cold, super cold, dark. super windy. Um, so many layers were on. <laughs> so many. so many, and then and this is a new. It Hampshire. was raining too. Oh, sideways rain
1: sideways oh, rain it was okay.
0: like 37 degrees maybe that's it was crazy. freezing and they didn't no think to... no mm-hmm. okay no we still ran we're rugged okay. in new yeah. hampshire <laughs> 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 rain or shine in new Literally. hampshire so we had had so my first race back i ran with guys fun fact that season if we had like a home meet my coach would just put me in the guys heats because that's where my time was yeah there you go and they would all be like what are what are you doing here that's... i'm like <laughs> i be like, like don't worry about it. <laughs> you <know>? You'll see. <laughs> yeah. So some of my friends that were on the better end of the guys' times were like excited that I was running with like the more like the mediocre. Like I was in that group. Those guys were displeased when I would run with them. Mm-hmm. Like bad words were said right every time because I wouldn't. They lose were on the your heat. team. Some of them were. Oh, okay. Some of them were from the other Wait, so this like, was, like, actual schools? meets? Yeah. And, like, against other schools in yes. your Oh, yeah. okay. I was thinking it was, like, the mock meets. Um, no, no. It was, That's crazy. These were real meets my senior <laughs> year. So my coach was like, yeah, Ellie, you're running with guys. It's like, all right. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. So that was that was a thing I did. um, But my first meet back, everyone was crying. Like, I finished the race. My coach might have been I don't remember but my mom was bawling my grandma was like hyperventilating was, I'm not surprised by that no not <laughs> at all um and when the meet ended I was oh my god I was in so much pain I dumped out the ice in like the water and just sat in it <laughs> just sat down in the ice I was like Ugh. so you were cleared to mm-hmm. like just be per to just yeah go right back to not right well, back to where you were but to go right back to yeah, training I ran I think my first hundred back I ran like a twelve eight which was about what I was running before. So, I and then even do that if I like train for years, but <laughs> she does it like months after. So nobody really knew about what had happened because it was during COVID. So nobody really saw me. Yeah. So I would, like, my PT was like, you should like wheel up to the line and like get on the track <laughs> out of your wheelchair or like crutch up and then like destroy all these girls. I was like, you know what? Or you could no. just run against guys. And yeah, <laughs> <happens>. <laughs> that's also fun. But yeah, no. So states was cold, freezing, um, rainy. I think I won with like a twelve eighty six. So it wasn't good times for me. Um, then meet of champs. It was perfect weather. Week later, because you know New England. Yeah. Um, perfect weather, tailwind for the first time. Oh, nice. Um, prelims. I ran a twelve five, broke our school record. Mm-hmm. Was so excited. Mm-hmm. Was not supposed to win. There was this other chick that, was, I think a freshman. She ran like twelve <laughs> <here> or <laughs> yeah, forty <sorry>. nine <laughs> or something. So she had. So she, she was, was like this far away from me. Yeah. In front, and I was like, no, I want to win. I want to be undefeated this season. Like that'd be so cool, or at least in the hundred. Right. So. I had the start of my life, I was actually out of the blocks with everybody else, because mm-hmm. as Kenzie knows, that doesn't happen often. <laughs> that's a struggle. that, that <laughs> is, We're still working on that one. Um, it's okay. start of my life. You could still and... win the 60 with a bad start, so it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... That just amazes me every time. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, crazy. I genuinely don't know how I'm good at that race. But I won that, and that was really fun. So, yeah, went out with a bang. And then the second the guy's four by four was over, lightning struck and everyone scattered. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So, so you more... went off with a bang. We actually. really did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Like yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like I've never met someone that was like, obviously went through like an accident like that and like was so determined and like there wasn't. It doesn't seem like there was a part of you that like kind of, like you seem to be assured that you would be recover and like. Like, yeah, still it's be bad. as, yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like there was doubt. Was there any doubt yeah. throughout the process? Yeah, but fake it till you make it. That mm-hmm. was my mantra that whole time. I, for like two weeks, couldn't even move my legs on my own. Like, my mom had to physically move my foot for me, like, at a time, mm-hmm. or it hurt. Um, I had every pillow in the house in my bed, just like propping me up in various ways so it didn't hurt. But there was one night that I can remember that. I was just so angry at the world and I was like this isn't doing anything like yeah this sucks yeah this happened to me but like it could have happened to my little sister because she was up on that like ledge with me mm-hmm. and if it had if the boulder had hit her she wouldn't have made it the woods. like yeah. it hit me at my hips her head is at my hips yeah. like I was like I would rather it happen to me somebody who was strong enough to be able to like, bounce back as quickly as I was, rather than her, and have her not, you know, continue breathing, um, <laughs> sorry, can't be serious about these things, or I'll start crying, but that was kind of it, it was, like, either you laugh or you cry, like, yeah. crying gets to you nowhere, it gets your eyes all puffy, it's not fun, yeah, like, crying also hurts your hips yeah. when they're broken, because your whole body shakes, and that's so you might as well just also try not, not to. fun. Yeah. yeah right. So my mom and I would just laugh about it. Like we're the same person. Mm-hmm. Kenzie knows. I do know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we would just laugh about the dumb things I couldn't do. I wasn't allowed in my kitchen because I scuffed up all of the floors <laughs> and um, <laughs> like the door jams and stuff. All have little lines still <laughs> from like where the wheelchair wheels <laughs> would roll past them. And we had just refinished our kitchen. So, like, so that's that's a big no. deal. That's yeah. a huge deal. Yeah, she was like, so you're not allowed in here. And I was like, awesome. It's okay, because you weren't the biggest cook anyways. No, not at that time. No, nope. <laughs> Cooking with Ella. Nope. Ooh. <laughs> that was not a thing that happened. But yeah, no. So Cora vowed to never do anything for me again. Because for three months, I couldn't reach anything. Um, do anything for myself, like... My mom and I got real close in that first, like, month when she <laughs> still had to help me get dressed. Mm-hmm. That was less than ideal. Um, whenever I would ask for, like, ice cream or something, my dad would either bring me a Barbie spoon <laughs> to eat it with or, like, a ladle. It was never normal. <laughs> no. was never normal. It was just, like, stuff like that that was just, like, lighthearted and yeah. would keep us happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I My senior quote was, watch out for falling boulders. My dad's friends called me Rocky for a while. <laughs> um, I say that I didn't hit rock bottom. Rock bottom hit me. You know, all the jokes. People, All the jokes, she's all, made them. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, they're still being made <laughs> they are still being they're made. Still being people made. on our team are still finding out about boulders and, and you should see their face every it's, time every time it's like oh uh, what I mean granted like that was my face the first time yeah but yeah it's, but that was a year and a half ago I mean exactly. but also because all that they know you as is like the crazy athlete right. you are so it's kind of yeah. hard to comprehend that someone went through that and, and is like, in your position large the boulder was right. that fell on me yeah. and over like I have scars all on my back from like where it hit me. I have scars on my thigh. There's one right here that's just like never turning a normal color. It's like sometimes it's purple. It's yeah, really weird. But you know, it happens. It's crazy because like whenever you hear of someone going through such a traumatic injury and then bouncing back from it, it's always like a uh, something you see online. Like. Yeah, a professional athlete. Oh, like this happened, and like now they they bounce back, and like it's this huge story, and it's like you don't realize that like this happens to everyday people. Yeah, yeah. My campers told me that it was really cartoonish what happened to me. They were okay, like, "That's one way to put it." I honestly, think, I think in their head it was like the piano falling from the sky. Yeah, Like yeah. all of a sudden this boulder was just. On I mean, me. it kind of is. Yeah, I told it, yeah. I would tell the campers that I was two hundred and whatever number, and that's why my bones were breaking, and um, that's why I needed the wheelchair. Okay. You know, yeah. it was just all Little, the things. Yeah. I have a couple notes from one camper that says, you rock, but not the kind that hit you. Oh, yes. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> so, That's It's good like, that, like, everyone yeah. got the vibe, though, Yeah. That, like, you were it, like, making it lighthearted. Yeah, and, like, I wasn't trying to cry about it. That's yeah. dumb. That's, <laughs> That's good, though, because when other people kind of match that energy, then yeah. it's easier then to, it's like, talk fun. about. Yeah. Exactly. No, it was like, you either laugh or cry. I had to give this presentation... Last summer, I think, for my men- – I was a mentor for this program that I had no qualifications to be a mentor for. <laughs> These kids knew more than me about everything. Um, all of my knowledge was from Grey's Anatomy because it was where yeah, like- I'm that right yeah, now. <laughs> it was, like, this medical um, careers mentorship, and they wanted to learn about different things that they could do with a medical – like, in the medical field. So I did my story – and I almost started crying like four different times because it was more serious. Yeah. Like it was you couldn't just sit a serious sit up there presentation. Like, I couldn't just make jokes about yeah. it. And you couldn't start like laughing. Yeah. La- right. And I was like, oh gosh, I have to get into like the gory details. Yeah. And I had like pictures and all this stuff. Cause my dad made this presentation for I think an insurance company. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. About what had happened, because he was like, There is no way this is safe for other people. Like if you walk past it, like the tree that was right next to this boulder wall that caused it to all fall was rotted and was like hanging on a different tree so it was like this could just fall on somebody and also injure them yeah um so he like made this big presentation and i used some of his pictures from it and it was like really brought me back like i was having i have definitely have ptsd from it um i used to hear ambulance sirens and freak out. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I don't now because I live in New, New Haven. That yes, would that be would... really bad. Um, I didn't go into the woods again until this summer. I finally went because I was like, I'm sick of being scared of something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to feel scared of something that could be a fun experience in the future. Like, obviously, I'm not going back to that hill. Yeah. Right. Or that hike ever again. But I don't, I didn't like the feeling of being scared by something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm clearly better. I'm running way faster now than I was before like I'm stronger now both physically and mentally like I'm not as much of a head case I still am a little bit but that's only for the 4x4 yeah oh that, that would do that yeah. to anyone yeah. yeah god that race is terrible Awful. but I was like I don't want to be nervous I don't like that feeling I didn't like having something hanging over me from it like my first tattoo is about the accident because it scarred me in so many ways that I wanted to, like, take it back Mm -hmm. and be like, no, I'm gonna own it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, boulders, I make jokes about it all the time now. It's a running, it's a running one, (laughs) (laughs) you know. I don't think that's ever gonna end. I don't think it will. I win two truce and a lie the first round (laughs) and then people catch on to boulders (laughs) pretty quickly. (laughs) such a random flex, like, always wins two truce and a lie. (laughs) always! Like, the get to know you, like, okay, we're gonna play two truce and a lie. I'm like... (laughs) I broke my pelvis in five places (laughs) like no you didn't (laughs) yes I did (laughs) and it was because of a boulder yeah a boulder fell on me well I think that your mindset for everything obviously it took time for you to like have this mindset and to be where you are today but I think that that's kind of what helped the recovery be so successful is that it was like fake it till you make it fake confidence like even if like, even now, like, I just competed at nationals for D2 for the 4x4. Um, I was so scared, but we were, like, telling dad jokes and, mm-hmm. like, just making light of it and trying to be like, well, we're seated last, so whatever happens is good. <laughs> like, we can only it's go only up from up here, here. Yeah. <laughs> literally. So you're we like, all right. Our coach is like, you guys look terrified. You're we like, we were standing out there for 20 minutes before our event. We had already warmed up. Like we almost we almost missed the call for it. (laughs) Fun fact. That was terrifying. We were all like in this other warm-up area and they were like, so no Southern Connecticut. No, we're we're here. We're here. I promise. Like we're ready to run. It would have made me ten times more nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, do you think you like sitting in that hospital room, like once once you gain consciousness a little bit, because I know you're a little loopy. (laughs) <laughs> what if you told okay what okay. if you told like wheelchair you mm. that in two or three years two years I think that you'd be at d2 nationals I think I would have laughed in my face um because at that point I hadn't ever broken a minute or a minute and five <laughs> in the <laughs> I now sometimes can split a 55 pretty consistently split 56 that change is huge. Gigantic. Only um, um, taking 10 seconds off yeah, yeah. In two years. Or right. in a year. Because last year I split 56. um, In the 200, <laughs> I ran 27s all of high school. Never broke it. Never not once. Not even my... Me neither. Don't worry. at least so <laughs> <I told. laughs> consistent. 27 oh, something every time. <laughs> every time. I just ran at our conference meet. 24-6. What, I was your, at, what was your PR before that? By the end of my freshman year, twenty four ninety eight or something. Okay. But that was outdoor. Yeah. And indoor, that was giant. That like, was yeah. huge. That was a big, big day. But indoor, it was like 25-2. Mm-hmm. But even that, I saw 24-6 and I had to do like a triple take at yeah. that time. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I can't see it. I was, like, <laughs> squinting at it. I was, like, really? That's yeah. the time I just ran? It was crazy. Like, in the 100, that was the only race I've ever had confidence in until, like, this season. Um, And I ran 11.98 my last year at Outdoor New England. Yeah. And I was, like, wow, that's yeah. crazy. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't dream. Right. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I'm on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I can't dream of jumping. However, millions yeah. of do you run you it, jump? Sorry, do you run it all? Like I yeah, oh, okay, you still do a little bit. Yeah, well, not indoor, <laughs> not indoor. <laughs> She's like I'm funny, funny her. things, funny things happen. She doesn't like, but she doesn't like corners oh, my, my not, foot doesn't yeah. like the corners, the curves, whatever. Got it. it. I hate but like last happens. year, I went <laughs> my big PR in the two hundred. I was a little worried. At this, was at this PR a twenty five four. Yeah, Wait, for what? 25-4 for the 200. She got real close to me I didn't know that. Me. We almost tied. Yeah, I didn't like it. I love <laughs> you yeah, so yeah. much. No, I don't blame you. I, I was like... No, I ran that time, and I was like... She, like, pulls these on. things out of her butt. Like, she I does, was like, like... I was like... Because I had just run, and I got smoked in my heat. Literally. And then Ken wins hers. <laughs> I smoked my I heat. I was like... No, well, and, as you're I thought, and I thought I was, like, lucky... Because my PR before that was a 26... 5, movies. maybe. So, yeah. just like, so I was like, oh, maybe I ran day. at 26. And then Wallen came over to me. Wallen came our coach. over to you and gave, like, a high five. <laughs> and was he was like... like, "He was like, you just ran at 25. So I was like, okay, 25, 9. And then sorry. it was a 25, oh. 4. And I was, I was like, oh, my four. God. But, okay, this isn't about me. I was That's like, good. no, sorry. No, I, I, I saw, saw that the subject. I was like, I are you running? Happen. And I was like... I ah. so now that you say that I take credit for you being better because I I, I you under- really did her. because I didn't enjoy how close yeah. you got to me because I at that point had been the only one on our team to go twenty five yeah don't worry about it and then she did and then <laughs> the <laughs> jumper went and then I was like well, hold on and <laughs> I was like no. let me try something <laughs> I was like, okay I gotta run faster <laughs> but it was after I like kind of fumbled the four by one so I had to make up for it just like a little bit. Anyways. There have been a few threats about you on the four x one, but it's okay. <laughs> Don't talk about fumbling a four by one right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my no. freshman year, this was like what my first meet ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was like literally the freshman invitational. <laughs> never practiced a relay a day in my life. Ours I had to... looks like we didn't. <laughs> I was handed a baton, never seen one before <laughs> my entire life. Like, well, Did it make a noise? Give... <laughs> what? You're like what? I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> and i start the race i was the first one whatever you guys call that lead off lead off yeah that that was me and <what> <laughs> first like what that and i right. go to sorry i go to pass off the baton to the next person but like she like started a little early mm, and instead of like thinking like oh like telling her slow down yeah. i was just like I'm just gonna dive and try to get it into her hand. So I dive. No, not only did you dive, you like Superman. Like, I Superman trying that. to and get it, it into me. her hands. What hand. talking about? It would have been cool if I if it got it into worked. her hand, yeah. but um it didn't. Drop yeah. the baton, but she picked it back up right before oh, okay. it rolled out. That so that was just a little side story to whoever whoever said you fumbled a four by one oh, yeah, or was something. Like, yeah, don't worry. I really um, did. But that's why I'm not a track athlete anymore, guys. Yeah, um plus other reasons. We had our first four by one handoff practice today. We're gonna need a little more work. On a, that one. It's like so much more technical than you think. It's so technical because so we're like starting from a down start, which yeah. we did once last year, and it for did. the handoff. Mm-hmm. I've and never even had any year, that. Was an option. It didn't really end well last year, so then we, we tried that idea and mm-hmm. moved on. But now I guess we're starting it again. Yeah, apparently. And don't worry, we're gonna do it in Miami in a week. <laughs> Wait, that's crazy. Yeah. Miami. Season okay. oh, yeah, we got it. I'll Don't be worry. there. I'll be at that meeting. All right, see okay. You I'll be there. Yeah. Um, I actually Chuck may actually be there. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> um, Chuck's Ooh. gonna be in my. She's going to Miami U. For Wait, me. oh, Our that's tour. where the Miami U. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, come watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, that's crazy. We're have they're not going to be able to hear her and we're just having a conversation. We can cut (laughs) this part out. Yeah, Yeah. it's okay. Yeah, no, it's like the 20... So you actually have to go and like tell me what they do, how they do. But, no, I do have to. I, I actually, have no idea what we're running. Or at least I have no idea what I'm running. Still. I, you guys, you have to tell me, like, when your meets are, because, well, not we ones in, like, Boston. In you know, our Boston. schedule's, like, online. Yeah, but, but I'm not, I don't not think right. of that. I don't think yeah, of that's that. That's it's never right. It said oh, that we were so running natties on Monday and Tuesday. So you can't even get mad at me. All right, but back to Boulders. Like, yeah, sorry. Oh, so I, <laughs> we don't have to go back <laughs> to no, it. No, go for yeah. it. But I do have one question, one more question. And it's, um... Do you feel that this event and recovery, <laughs> this, um, this process, process, yeah? Do yeah. you think it overall made you more grateful for the things that you have in life today, oh, aside 100%. from the athlete who you are? Yeah, because I used to be a basket case about everything. Like, if somebody looked at me funny, I would cry about it because mm-hmm. I wanted everyone to like me. I needed the like validation of being the like nice, bubbly person that. I am, but I needed everyone to think that at mm-hmm. all times, or I would freak out. Um, after the accident, I was like, I don't care if you like me. Like, I almost died. Yeah, Like, I quite literally, if the boulder had been two inches above where it hit me, it would have hit my spine. Like, yeah. I would have not walked out of the woods. I wouldn't have made it. Um, The first thing I asked my mom to do was text my trainer and say I wasn't going to make it to the gym the next day. <laughs>
1: For a few days. Well, yeah. Um, I
0: was like, so will you text Austin? Biggest crush on him. Austin, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Hopefully one day it's no. just, like, big enough for him right. to just listen yeah. to it. Um, Shout out Austin. Yeah, he really – that was, I think, a big motivation for me in the gym <laughs> was getting to hang out with him. Um, But – Hey, whatever – hey, we whatever it say, you need take someone takes, there. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it um, takes to get you motivated. But I – also stopped really caring about what people thought of me like just being a hundred percent myself no matter what um and I think also like going back to the track aspect of it I felt what it was like to lose it and to not be able to do it like I went to two meets and wasn't able to compete and I think that kind of showed me how much I love the sport because not only do I like winning and the superficial mm-hmm. stuff but like I love my team I love supporting everybody on my team I love how we go through hell at practice like practice is awful yeah, if you saw time, like dude our I team, tapped out from like high school yeah, yeah so no, I can only like, imagine on Tuesday we had negative split 400s those things are awful any sort <laughs> of 400 sucks is, yeah I would like if that. you saw our team after a workout like it's it's literally a graveyard. a graveyard. Like, we're all laying quiet. dead. We can't move. Everyone's in what we like to call the realm. Like, no one can... <laughs> the realm. No Lastic one can function. Yeah. Like, lactic land, <laughs> you get this awful headache from all these names. Like, everything hurts. Like, it hurts to stand up, lay down, anything. It hurts to move. It really hurts. We all have but, a little waddle after. But, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, like, we went through this experience together and mm-hmm. we're like, if you listen to our practices, you'll go deaf. Like, all the guys, for some reason, still are there when (laughs) it's our practice. I don't know how they do that. They're there for, like, five hours a day. But they start – we do the same thing. But they start just screaming at the last rep. Like, they're cheering. Everyone just, like, always cheering for each other. Like, that sort of community, mm -hmm. especially Southern, is what brought me to Southern. Because my tour, it was – some, th- it was the 300 workout with the 150s at the end. That's Oof. the workout I watched and was like, Yeah, I want this school. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why I did that because I've lived that of workout. Of course, that it was that day. Hurts. Yeah, But there was one person on the team. Jero? Yep, it was actually. <laughs> he, I was walking out of the field house with Stoll, the women's Mind head you, coach. He is like the loudest, the person. loudest human, <laughs> 12 feet tall dreads big man big human but like all he does is scream ella and I I was like hi (laughs) the little recruit literally I was just like hi and then my roommate now Jill Jillian Mm -hmm. she comes up to me and my mom starts talking is like I think I'm gonna change my major I think I want to be a lawyer (laughs) and like starts having this like quarter life crisis and just venting to me and my mom about all this stuff like Izzy, my other roommate, and Rachel Duby, my other roommate. I live with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They also <laughs> came over, and we just like talked. See, and I, I could have been on the team at this point. You decided not to. You but... had to come here first. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway. We had to be. We had to be newbies at the same. Yeah, time. we had to. Yeah, we, if if yeah, we had to do that. But um, I just felt so welcomed, mm-hmm. and the one other school I toured, um, I didn't have that same feeling like. Nobody from the team was there when I toured. It didn't feel like welcoming. Like, Nigel was like, you're coming here, right? I was like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like, all excited. But that sort of community, like, the loudness, the fact that no other team in our conference wants to sit close to us at a conference meet because we are so Mm -hmm. loud and care so much about everyone else on the team, just makes me love the sport. And I hated the fact that I couldn't be a part of that. Like, the jumping, the running, the everything – when I was in my wheelchair. So I was like, okay, I need to get back for this. Yeah. I was like, I need to go to college. Try, can't be done. Like, I can't, yeah, right. I can't school without sports. Like, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I also played soccer all through high school and that just was not the same experience. Oh, see, I think it, I think it was Well, fun. see, my, I, um, never made varsity. Okay. For soccer, yeah, that was not a thing I did. I, you know. <laughs> Doesn't, if I was running the times you were in track, I wouldn't give, like, I wouldn't care about soccer, See, so. I wanted to, though, until yeah. my junior year, before boulders, and then I was like, you know what, this is just kind of fun, like, keeping me in shape. Yeah, yeah. That's but, how I felt about track. Yeah. <laughs> kept you know. me in shape. I don't have to be good at it. Our but. coach likes to tell her that she had the speed to go do one in soccer, but, but she didn't the have the skill. skill. And I was like, Wait. that's just a mean way of yeah. saying a <laughs> 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 Really? Yeah, that's his favorite story, I think. But I never went varsity. <laughs> I technically did my senior year because I was the manager. There you go. <laughs> you, know, you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. Yeah, you know. Going back to kind um, of your team mm. and like the environment, I think that that's like such a great, it's like one of the key factors of like motivation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like you said, you went to that school because of that environment and like that positive, like, yeah. The, like, feeling of being there. Yeah. And so I think that that's, like, such a large portion of motivation. Like, you need that support and you need that positivity surrounding you or else it'll just be miserable for you. Like, you'll take out the joy of the sport or whatever you're doing. Yeah, and I think for some people who, like, fall out of love with track, it becomes really hard to fake the wanting to be there because we have terrible, like, our practices are most of the time short and sweet. But mm-hmm. it's a brutal sport. It really yeah. is. Like, Saturday practices, we don't have a lift. But our warm-up takes about a half hour. Mm-hmm. And then the workout takes about 20 minutes to a half hour. Yeah, depending on what but it is. But it just hurts so... Like, that 20 minutes is just 20 minutes of brutal. Yeah. Like, 20 minutes mental of like battle, pure Mental toughness. Mental yeah. toughness and also, like, physical. But we work on the physical so much that it's more mental. Because, mm-hmm. like, we'll do... Like, tempo workouts that work on your endurance. Or we'll do, like, wickets, which are those, like, mini hurdles mm-hmm. um, that work on your foot speed. Like, work on, like, the actual speed part. And then when we do these workouts, it's really just getting you ready for when it hurts in a race. It's like, okay, time to time to push through this. Right. And sometimes you just don't want to. But you yeah. know that... It makes a race ten times easier. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I do five of these in practice. I can do one right now. Yeah, it's like I do five of these in practice with four minutes rest in between. Right. Like I got this. Like I can do one all out, maybe. You know, when your whole body <laughs> Maybe I can do it. When your whole body starts tingling and you're like, okay, all I gotta <laughs> do is get the line. <laughs> I can't feel my face. Yep. But it's fine. That's one thing that I always say is obviously a large majority of sports is um a mental game as mm-hmm. well as a physical game. But I think that track is like a whole different ballpark. Well, because if you're, like, if you give up halfway through the race, you're going to stop working. Exactly. And like, you're definitely not going to perform to the best yeah. of your ability if your brain's telling you, like, yeah. you can't do something. And I love to tell my coach that he would have hated pre boulderella Because <laughs> if anything hurt, I would be like, mm, can't yeah. do it today. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to work through this. But then, you know, everything hurt. And just kind of my my zero became a normal person's, you're, like, four. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I said surgery was, like, a five out of ten pain-wise okay that was somebody cutting up my foot mm-hmm. and i was like mm-hmm. nah, that's yes. easy
1: felt yeah. worse <laughs> yeah literally
0: i was like i went through an entire ambulance ride on bouncy back rows. right without so do you morphine do you think your pain tolerance in general oh is it's like, insane yeah. really i used to cry over the dumbest things like i would get a paper cut and be like mom i need, I need you to amputate or like oh well okay that would hurt cardboard <laughs> cuts are different they still hurt Hartford no matter cut? yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> like recently, yeah, it was, like, like, like ago. yesterday. <laughs>
1: that's um, funny.
0: But yeah, no, my mom on many occasions was like, "Oh my god, this girl needs to just like get her pain tolerance up just a little bit." Cause she was a gymnast, so she yeah. also at Southern she did the gymnastics thing. So mm-hmm. you know she cool. went to Southern. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm an athletic legacy. No baby. Yeah, <sighs> no baby. Her um, and our coach were athletes at, at Southern at time. the same time. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Post on Facebook about the accident, she would block him on the post. So he, he like saw it. He saw it originally, and then she blocked it. So when he went back to be like, "Wait, what happened to her?" It wasn't there anymore, and he (laughs) was like, "Maybe he was just like, oh, it was just April Fool, yeah, surprise." (laughs) But yeah, that was something. That was an interesting time. Yeah, but yeah, no. So she was like, taught me about like the coachability index when I was really little, and how like if you want to get better, you need to be able to be coached and you yeah. need to be able to take the criticism and all the, you know, things. And now she's back coaching again, but she was a coach until I was in like kindergarten. So mm-hmm. she never really left that mindset of like, okay, you gotta work hard. It's like during summer workouts, sometimes I just don't want to go to the track that day. And she'll just like, look at me be like, really? I'm like, yeah, fine, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's hard to do it yourself. It's very important. 16 tempo yes oh my god those are awful during the summer yeah and i because you don't think about like the... didn't want to do them yeah. because you didn't have the rest of the team being like okay four more yeah okay like five to go like down and back that's it just down like, and back three more times let's go yeah it's like it's just yourself thinking about how much this sucks in the hot summer yeah. weather yeah you and like the old men that are just walking the track and like, you can't have... like like you don't have like you can't really play music yeah it's just it's like... like it's it gets boring Wait, when yeah. was this during just the summer during the summer like our summer oh. workouts like just when like, you guys just had to do it alone yeah, yeah. Oh, okay it's just yeah that's a even more of a mental game because it's yeah. like you like, want to you obviously need I to... work in a gym over the summer so mm-hmm. I lift there for my job I can just lift mm-hmm. and then I train people but kind of train people I'm technically an engineer. <laughs> I am there I make sure they're not hurting not them certified themselves. for anything but like you'll so yeah, anyway. well, I don't write the workouts, so my boss writes the workouts, and then I, like, take them through it, and if I'm ever confused, I'm just like, hey, there I go. think they're doing it wrong, <laughs> but I don't really know how to fix it, Yeah, help me, but, so I, like, I can lift, it's so easy, because I'm right there. Mm-hmm. Lifting's more fun than running. I agree. I 100% agree. I can't run for my life. Like, there's a part of me that wants to get into, like, more running, so mm-hmm. that I can, like, incorporate both, and, like, see do, like, biking. progress that way. I know. I need to figure out, like, what or kind like of cardio swimming. I like. You but... should do a triathlon. Anyways. <laughs> I did that. I did that sure. once. I was the mile portion. Uh-huh. Do you? <laughs> I don't know why I was the mile. I mean, I can't swim, but I could well, do the Well, a triathlon part. is usually you're the you're only doing... person that We did it ring. as a relay. Okay. Um, really. We were, like, it was three. <laughs> <laughs> it was three <laughs> cora So I think Pre-Cora? my mom, I think oh, my mom so was pregnant at that point. No, you were, like, four. No, you were, like, eight. Eight. got it Cora was born so was obviously nine. you can't run a triathlon uh um the age of six or eight whatever you, we just I said. think I was eight eight yeah yeah um I, I think in that. order to run a triathlon I would probably need a little bit of endurance um which no, I, but, I mean, don't this should have. Be your goal okay you I think I, like, I would rather start. people are like marathon You yeah. should be like I would... half K, ke- half ke- <laughs> nope got it <laughs> yeah I Half to I can do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 500, 500. got it <laughs> Hey, that's still hard. I've done that one before. No one said there it had, coach, ha- our had coach to be a really quick time. really likes to say that you don't have time for me to run anything yep. over a 400. Yeah. I would run a half K. No one says how quick it has to be. I was thinking half marathon the 5K and then it just all yep. smushed together. It's fine. Um so I know the answer to this, mm. but most people don't. Um what do you want to do after college? How does your major go into that and how has boulders affected it what is your major exercise science oh please hold them in the <laughs> <clears throat> i was holding that one in for a while since so half k i think <laughs> um i want to open up my own gym mm-hmm. and i was talking so for our school you have to apply to get into the actual exercise science program mm-hmm. like you're a pre-exercise science yeah. major and then end of your sophomore year I just did this you have to apply and go through like a whole interview process and submit your resume and all that fun stuff so they asked me the same question and I was like well I want to open up my own gym and I want to make it like one of those hole-in-the-wall gyms that's like brings the local athletes in but also has the like gym rats that go Mm -hmm. all the time but like the people that just want to do it to keep themselves healthy to keep themselves like, have a goal. Not mm-hmm. just, like, go to the gym to go to the gym. Yeah. Like, commercial yeah. gyms. Yeah. Huh? I, my dad works in a commercial gym, mm-hmm. and I hate that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like it there. Like, I could go there, but it's not fun. The, like, the gym that I work out at over the summer is this little hole in the wall. Barely ever uses the AC. When oh, it's an AC day, a great, it's a great day. Um, There's a garage door and, like, maybe one, three racks. That's it. Mm-hmm. In the whole gym, there's, like, four different cable machines. Like, it's a tiny gym. But everyone that's there wants to be there, wants to get better. There's a speed push, which is one of those self-powered treadmills. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the top five speed push for men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was this big thing once because I was training for it. And then the next day when I was supposed to do it, I was actually in the hospital. You no know, <laughs> boulders again. Mm-hmm. So I finally am at the top of that. Like, accidentally this summer, I was like, I want to try. Yeah. He's like, all right, go for it. So I did. And then I did, made it go 19 miles an hour. And I was like, whoa, that's so cool. <laughs> Didn't know I could do that. Yeah, I was like, wow, I actually ran correctly. Because it's all about your form. when yeah. you do it. Ooh, sorry. Whoa. That was on me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. But yeah, no, I want to make, like, a community like that. Where people, where it becomes their safe place. Because when I was hurt, I just wanted to be able to go there. And to be yeah. able to just... Not even necessarily work out, but, like, during COVID, I would just sit in the gym and, like, talk to the people that were working out there and just, like, be. And I want a place that that can be for others and maybe in the future go to PT school and get certified get my doctorate because I learned I have to do that no. it's, <laughs> it's a not tough life <laughs> it's a lot of school yeah. it's a lot of school so maybe be able to do that so then I can rehab also like more than just because with your PT you can like rehab the actual injury but if you're just a trainer like just a personal trainer you're not allowed to it's yeah. out of your scope of practice yeah. you know just informed yeah. me of that <laughs> Oh, I was like Justin. <laughs> I was like, "How are they different?" He was like, "Gave me this whole list." I was like, "Oh, okay." He really had that way up. You know, oh no, <laughs> to it He was like, he "No, I'm like ten times better than you." <laughs> he's my um, he's like my tutor. I ask him so many questions yeah. about school. We plan on having him here one Justin, day. Justin, Justin is the boyfriend. Justin is her yeah, boyfriend. Hers. Yeah. He's a, I mean, everyone that's listening knows that, but like, just in case, yeah, just, just in case you don't, you know, I don't think not everyone. Um, yeah. but, mine happens to be a little further on in the program, so. But he doesn't remember the classes that I'm taking right now. So he's like, I'm not good at that part. I'm like, help me. Yeah, Justin's just good at everything. He yes. does. It's kind of frustrating. Stay humble, though, if you're listening to Man's this, Justin. He's got a 104 in physics. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous no. Wait, He's, he's taking crazy. physics right now. He has taken physics. I think he's taking a different physics okay. class. So he's I'm also helping to... me with my physics. Yeah, <laughs> right I may now. ask him to tutor me very <laughs> <Yeah>. soon. <laughs> I'll like, send questions. I like That's how do what I'm going to be doing. I'll send this like, paragraph long answer. Oh, yeah. thank you yeah so look forward to having justin one He'll yeah, yeah. yeah. give us built-in. information yeah. yeah um so going back to you mm. wanting to start a gym yeah I have been like slowly learning that the environment of the gym that you go to plays such, such a large a role. role in your motivation and yep. how much you just are successful in the gym well, because it depends on how comfortable you are exactly too. like you have to be comfortable enough in a place to be able to fail to be able to do well. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you can't be scared of failure at all yeah, in the gym. Yeah, like, if if I were to work out at the RBC, which I have done, that's, like, our version of the Edge. I was going to say, okay. what is hey, um, <laughs> am I the family? only one that doesn't know? I was no. like, That was another track term. That's <laughs> where my dad works and has for the last, like, 20 years. I went to the daycare there when I was younger. Like, I grew up in that gym. Everyone there has known me since pre Born because my mom worked there too before pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. Pre- no, it's pre-, pre born. Everything, pre, pre-, pre- everything. life. Uh huh. It's where my parents met. Like right. Oh, Ar- shout out RVC. of yeah. Um. <laughs> right not, before she like they, completely they like says delicious. how much she hates it. <laughs> well, no, I don't hate it. It's just a different environment. It it's is. like it's all of the high school boys going there to flex yeah. in the mirror more than yeah. <laughs> actually work. Yeah, that and reminds me that- of the edge. Yeah. 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 And yeah. when I went to the edge with you, I was like. ah. Uh, I don't like it yeah but in our gym at our school it reminds me so much of wayne's world and the fact that it's kind of not the most top end equipment but it's gets the job done type yeah. of equipment that's like that it just makes you feel more comfortable and the people around you are just there to support you mm-hmm. like i feel like if i were to fail squat at the RBC or the edge. You would think everyone's staring at you. Everyone's, like, staring at you and it's, like, like, (laughs) they think you don't know what you're doing when it's really the opposite. Yeah, but I failed a squat when we were maxing out in preseason and everyone was, like, are you okay? Like, they saw how much weight was on the bar and they know that I could hit it. Yeah. And they were, like, are you good? I was, like, I broke my necklace. Like, that's what I cared about. (laughs) Not, like, oh, my God, everyone's looking at me, like, do I have a good outfit on today? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't Right. care about any of that stuff if I work out at um our gym or my gym at home mm-hmm. but if I were to go to like the RBC or the edge or a different commercial gym I would want to like have the cute like matching set yeah and right. like look like I belong instead of just like getting it done yeah um that goes back to when you were talking about when you go to a gym and like the the men there can oh, be so yeah. intimidating but most of the like, 90% of the time, yeah. you could walk up to, like, the biggest guy in the gym and he'll be the nicest person well, ever. That's my dad. Like, he, my dad is a jacked <laughs> human. Like, he's a large man. Not in, like, bit, like, fat large, but, but just, like, muscular. a muscular yeah. dude. He's the nicest person ever. Yeah. He would give it's, you his so arm sweet. if he could. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, they, they understand the process yeah, and they know and everyone he knows starts it more somewhere. than most because he has a story mm-hmm. similar to me. Mm-hmm. So he was in a car accident when he was eighteen and is brain dead mostly, um, and somehow miraculously came out of this three month coma. I thought three months in a wheelchair was bad. He was, you know, a vegetable, um, <laughs> and he apparently came out of that the and, humor. yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's all of the humor it's all that it, it takes though. So. <laughs> a... Um, and he came out of that and was like a hundred pounds less than he started. And apparently, he was an asshole before his accident. And yeah. now he's like the sweetest person. He can't form a sentence past like nine o'clock because his brain stops functioning. But it's all right. Major limp because he shattered his tibia. Mm-hmm. And like he has a scar from the top of his head to like the bottom of his neck from where they had to cut open his head to let his brain swell. Yeah, it was bad. Bad yeah, times. You guys for don't him. have the best. No, apparently, I just <laughs> really wanted to fall in my parents' footsteps because <laughs> my mom tore her ACL and MCL oh. her senior year. So it was just like, I really just. All around it. the same age, too, right? Mm-hmm. You said my your dad, dad was, was 18. My dad was 18. I was 17. Yeah. My mom was 17. Okay. Yeah, it was bad. All bad things. Yeah. But like. You're going to now... have to put your kid in a bubble when they're <laughs> that age. Seriously. Yeah, they're never allowed to leave no. the house. <laughs> Don't let them. <laughs> no, like, fine. for between the, the, the ages three of like years. years. 16 and a half to like <laughs> no, 19. You're not leaving the house. You're not fine. Yeah. No, but <laughs> like, my mom obviously came back and she went from. She was supposed to go D1. She was supposed to go to the University of New Hampshire, I think. And then when she came back, she couldn't hit the skills anymore because, mm-hmm. you know, her knee had gone, whoop. Yeah. Um, and so she went to Southern instead. Loved it. Still um, is in contact with her coach who is, like, volunteering with the gymnastics team now and sees me all the time. She's so nice. And then my dad, I think, eventually finished college. I don't really know when that happened, mm-hmm. but he was supposed to go for basketball, and then a car hit him, so he <laughs> couldn't do that anymore, but he also went to UNH, or he actually went, and then was a PE teacher for a little while, and now has worked at this gym for, like, the past 20 years, but, like, he lives at this gym. He has the brain capacity of an 18-year-old boy, so, you know, they tend to enjoy the gym, mm-hmm. but he's the sweetest human, and, like, I think... Having those role models when I was younger really helped me be like, okay. Cause like when I was little, my mom would coach gymnastics still, so she was jacked. Mm-hmm. Still is. Um Still is. Go still Becca. Yeah. My Becca, dad would, Becca. How? Yeah. We just lived the same. Yeah, life Becca, Becky, Becky. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Not, that's um, all, that's, that's crazy. all that I got. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but she would work in the morning. <laughs> She would, like, watch me in the morning, (laughs) drop me off at the daycare. My dad would pick me up, and then she would work. So, like, I just saw, like, the dedication from both of my parents all growing up and just wanted to do that. And, like, I never saw people, like, slack off. And, like, it was just kind of what we did. Right. Like, going to college for a sport was just kind of in the cards always. Mm -hmm. I don't, like, it's so normalized in my family, at least, because my aunt or my uncle also went. And so it was like that's yeah. what we do. You, yeah, you're good at your sport in high school. That's, you continue. Would doing love it. to have your right. genetics. I <laughs> they're really against me, but yeah. you know, um, I was like I never really understood the statistics of like how many co- high school athletes go to school for their sport until it was like one yeah, percent. Yeah, I and never realized time that until like crazy. this year. Yeah. yeah, I was like, sure. Yeah. I was like, you gotta be. Yeah. And that's not true. I don't think it's true. I really if it was one like percent, it it'd be the population of Southern. No. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. Well, you have to, you have Obviously to not. <laughs> one, one high school has the same amount of people on a team that our school does. I would say one uh, yeah. percent of our school, which actually would probably be one person. <laughs> no, that would have been five people. No, okay, been, so no one percent of one twenty-five. No, that's of our grade. Oh, right. Yeah, they were like. Oh yeah, 1% so of our school, school is Maybe it doesn't apply for our school, but... 1% of our school is not 500, 1% of our school is 5. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were telling me I'm wrong. I was like, I, I, I said that five minutes ago. Yeah. yeah, my brain had not um, figure it out. Wait, before we get into... <laughs> I should shut you down. was like, wait. <laughs> I just don't want to forget my question, but um, I was going to ask, do you think knowing what your dad went through, it helped you go through your I process so. as well. I think so, because I was like, his brain's broken. Like, if he, can, <laughs> if he can make it back from brain being broken, some of yeah. his ribs being put in his skull to, like, recreate that. Uh-huh. Uh, it's crazy what they could do. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is... Especially, like, 30 years ago, something yeah. like that. I don't know. He says that he was reborn because he was technically dead when it happened, yeah. so he was like...
1: I'm might actually well. 34. Hey. I'm not actually,
0: <laughs> however old he is, 50 something, 52, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 53. It's 2020. No, 52. He's turning 53 at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But um, doesn't count. No, might as well if, just call if him. he can come back from literally being brain dead and having to relearn how to walk and talk and everything to being this person that used to compete in strongman competitions when I was younger, yeah. then I can get over a broken exactly. bones. Yeah, like. So you really had not only like the support system, but also like, like the role, model, the role yeah. models, the motivation, yeah, to just, be where you are today. Yeah, I just didn't want to not do it. Yeah. Like I told my family that when I was in like fourth grade, I was going to school for college. Or, <laughs> I was going to school for going to school for college. You know, um, going <laughs> to school for track. It changed a lot. Which school I wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. It started off as University of New Hampshire. Then I ran on their indoor track and quickly changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Then it was UVM. Their track is shaped like a square, mm. so that changed what? my mind. Not actually. Oh, just like just like very, just like square, very like. circular. No, like the corners are like boom. I don't know. It was oh, okay. Weird. I was I was, was actually picturing was a square. Really I was cold. like, is that Burlington, really Vermont? Is really cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was like, mm, maybe not. And then Southern, it was just like this perfect day, and I think that had a lot to do with it. It was like yeah. my mom had gone there. I knew kind of the coach. The people there were just so nice. And it was a program where I could build up. Mm-hmm. Like at a lot of other schools in New England, not to be braggy, but I would have already been very close to their records. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that. Like I wanted something to work toward. Yeah, exactly. You need because... competition in order to better and, yourself. Like Southern, I'm so far off most of the records. Like that there are these crazy crazy girls that have run here in the past and it's just something to strive for because that is basically what got me through Mm -hmm. my accident was I wanted our school record and I had been saying that since like my freshman year I was like I'm gonna break the school record by the time I leave like that was like the one goal that like pushed me through everything so Mm -hmm. that was a big part of my choice for school and at one point, I wanted to be a nurse, and Southern had really good nursing program. Mm-hmm. And then I was like in the hospital, and I was like, "This mm. is this podcast so far is just one big promotion for Southern." This whole <laughs> yeah, podcast is yeah, be. yeah, go to Southern. It's I a great love school. Southern so much. It's underrated for it sure because really, people just yeah. overlook it, especially for I athletics. Did. Yeah. Well, our our track program, I always say, is such like an underdog program. I think like yeah. seen as an underdog yeah. program because. We have such a strong track program. Like the our guys have won. Insane. Our guys have won for the past like seven years in a row. Um, the girls are getting there. Worrying. We're gonna win. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, but like just because of you guys. A very, 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 no, very, very even. strong team. No, every Literally, single person that competed yeah. at conference scored this year. Mm-hmm, that's crazy. Like, we have a very, very, very strong team and it's only we're building. Good at leading. And like in we're the smallest team in the conference. Yeah. That's crazy. And like that's, at the New I England think, Championship, we know. were the first d2 team to and yeah. like we were like higher up there too yeah um and we I, beat like a ton of d1 teams like we are seen as the underdogs i originally didn't know that you guys could compete against d1 teams so mm-hmm. why is They're, that so hard for people to grasp because other sports it's like you play your conference games yeah yeah but we have one technical have, yeah. conference game like we have one meet that's conference we don't need to play like a certain um, or amount. run a certain amount of like Meets. meets against conference which is why we can travel to miami and california and south carolina like all of these and, like, that's crazy at, like a school yeah. uh, and so like we'll be competing right like in miami last year i competed against girls from like michigan right and like these huge schools that are like the big 10 that not, S- that, SEC, not sec but like, but like the other really big d1 schools that you wouldn't think a tiny little state school from d2 would compete against right but we held our own
1: like we, we did. Like, we didn't I've get competed, crushed.
0: I've competed against Olympians. Not Olympians, but, like, Olympic-level elite. Yeah. Elite, elite people. people. Like, at the BU meets we go to and in indoor, mm-hmm. those are huge for clubs. Yeah. Like, there are these girls that have, like, gone to the Olympic trials and, like, are on the U.S. national team that have gone to those. And it was, like, them and then me. And I was like, yes! <laughs> Do you have, like, any desire to maybe try no. out? No? No? No. I <laughs> I didn't s- even finish my question. No. no. <laughs> I am not nearly fast enough to go yeah. to the Olympics or to do that sort of <laughs> level, and that is fine with me. Yeah, I mean, because are- I am falling apart at the moment. I'm being held together by Biofreeze. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. at least I was by the end of indoor. Mm-hmm. I'm like slowly coming back as the corners get bigger in outdoor, but um <laughs> today was our first outdoor practice and I'm like reawoke I was the like, body yes. just feels so much better so, so much boring. better is so that why do you guys only like run outside when it's like this when it's like this? A, when it's healthy Tonight. for about like we're not going to do speed training in cold weather yeah because yeah. you could just pop so many muscles all the muscles yeah That would be fun no but no. um our guy seems a little fragile with that one too <laughs> their warm-up takes them 12 years and it should it's because better? they need to not be popping and tweaking and pulling mm-hmm. yeah because they they all they need all of the people but um I mean we did too, but we're just better. Yeah, you know. Oh we're just better at that we're oh, better, okay. at, that. Not, say, better like, at the whole not popping, tweaking and, and pulling. This is me knocking on wood because I don't wanna um, jinx, jinx anything. No, um yeah, I don't I don't remember what we were talking about, if I'm being completely honest. I was just. I Popping think I just drinking. brought up like weather. Oh nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Like if yeah. we train outside. I was we're like, oh, today to edit was so this nice. So much. <laughs> no, I don't think it was that. I think we're. we're I fine. think we're great. Yeah. I think in the beginning. It was um. right. During boulders. Yeah. I honestly think we've hit everything though. Yeah. I think that this was a like a great conversation about all the things. What it takes to like get past an event because like you never really but you know. Really make it. That's yeah. What it takes. That's. I think that that's like one of the best sayings to Uh, for anything like all my dad would tell me because there was like one night that I was like this isn't fair why did it happen to me yeah all the people and he was like I don't know like nobody knows yeah he and my sister were like well I'm happy it didn't happen to her (laughs) yeah like me too but like really of all the people right yeah and then right as I had my surgery my mom got me a new phone and they deleted all my data off my phone. And I had to start from scratch. And I was like, this is just really the icing <laughs> on the cake. Like, this sucks. <laughs> like, my year, awful. But then I was like, but other people are having a year, too. Because it was during COVID. I was, was going like, to say, and it's during COVID. Yeah. And that was, like, was cursed. Cursed like, year. other people are getting sick. Like, I, at that point, had never had COVID before. Like, I was like, okay, all of these good things are still happening. Like, my parents both still have their job because COVID didn't shut those down. Yeah. Like, I have a roof over my head. My yeah. school is finally back in person. Like, my school, my senior year was all in person. So we didn't have to stay online for that extra year that a lot That's of good. other people did. Yeah. I got my sports back. I, like, like, the four things that just sucked didn't outweigh the good. Yeah, I was like, my little sister's fine. She was right up there with me. Yeah. And, like, it was here. She was standing here. So I made sure she got out of the way before anything happened. I think. I don't know. That's what I've been told. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. Just being optimistic. Yeah, that is such an important thing. Yeah. It's like, I think when you go through things like that, it's very hard to recognize Mm -hmm. that there's more positives than negatives because it feels like everything is kind of just against you, like the world is against you. But the fact that you were able to, like, recognize, like even though this is a terrible situation, it could always be worse and mm-hmm. you're going to get through it. Like, that's such a yeah, tough thing like, to recognize. I it could have been my spine. <laughs> I could yeah. be in my wheelchair forever. Like, somebody in my family has MS, and so I've seen her struggle through that but be this amazing role model. And I texted her so many times. I was like, I don't know how you do this. Like, you inspire me all the time because I, like, I watched it happen. Like, she went from being able to walk on her own to now she's in a scooter mm-hmm. and I am just amazed by her every day and how she gets through everything and does it all because trying to navigate in a wheelchair is so hard like she can still cook she can still do all those things all on her own and it amazes me yeah. and I texted her and I kind of wrote my college essay about her till my mom made me edit it but <laughs> it was still about her but it was just like you learn so much being put in these situations. Mm-hmm. Like, I will never, ever use a handicap stall for anything ever again. Because I, before, didn't realize that they're that big because wheelchairs don't fit in the other ones. Yeah. Like, I went shopping with my mom one day and the handicap dressing room was, somebody was taking it. And it was just like a college yeah. student who wanted extra room to try on our clothes. Yeah. Whatever, we've all done it. But my mom had to take, like, that chair out of my room and we had to, like, wiggle my wheelchair in and, like, force the door closed so I could even try on the clothes. Yeah. Trying on the clothes was also a time because you had to, like, that was also bad. It's like the small things that you don't think of. It's so dumb. Like, we had to get ramps to go into my house Mm -hmm. because I couldn't get over the stairs, obviously. Like, it's those little things that you never really thought about before that are just these huge obstacles that... I'm just amazed that people can get through every day. Yeah. Like My aunt's in a wheelchair now but she'll come over the winter and navigate my grandparents' house and is so good at it. I couldn't do that yeah. when I tried. Yeah. And I did try. I was like, this is so hard. Yeah. I don't know how she does it. She's amazing. I love her. But she's also very like optimistic. She's a very holistic person too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. She tried to cure me with oils <laughs> i'm okay. convinced it worked yeah. maybe it worked yeah, i think it, it did probably did i think it did yeah. i think she was the one who saved me actually yeah. not the um surgery <laughs> yeah yeah, we'll um, say that. yeah so one of the big takeaways from this podcast episode right That's yeah what we would yeah. call it um is that mindset is such an important thing when it mm-hmm. comes to recovering or just going to the gym or just anything in life getting over little obstacle or getting over obstacles whether it be little or small and understanding that what's little to you might be huge to someone else or what's huge to you might be small to someone else and like you never know what other people are going through and like coming and uh, overcoming and finding Mm -hmm. those people that you want to be around you that you know will help you no matter what like I found obviously you at school, but also Stay humble. The, yeah, you know, don't get, <laughs> let it get to your head. It's, a, it's um, not a balloon like hers. It's... Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I this about. is such so a rumor, time. guys. I don't have a big head. I don't know why she she said this last episode too. I think she people it. are gonna think I bully you. Yeah, but it, it goes both ways. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but like finding your people, like Ken's was talking about on the last episode, and just being able to. Feel comfortable enough around them to fail is huge. You're very good at that, I will say. Like finding the people that you know you want to surround yourself with, Mm -hmm. and being okay with cutting cutting people out. Kind of cutting people out, or just like letting them go if they don't. Not benefit you, but if they don't have the same like ideologies and like mindset as you, because it can like be a negative effect to you. It can pull you back and pull you away from things. I always say that like. I'm I'm friends with anyone who walks through the door. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done in life. Like, I like you have the same chances as anyone else to be my friend. But at the same time, I'm only going to put my energy towards you if you... Also return it. Yeah, yeah, if you return it and you give me that same positive energy back. And, like, I don't really... Not that I don't have time, but, like, I say, like, I don't have time for the people that don't have the same, like, mindset as me. Don't have the time me. for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and friendship like, goes both ways. But exactly. being able to figure out who is going to be there for you through the hard things. Like, Austin, my trainer, he would come to my house and help me work out, like, outside. He, like, hooked up bands to a tree so I could still do the exercises in a way that was giving me, like, something fun to do. Like, he brought yeah. me out on his boat a couple times. Like, Yeah. Just Perhaps things- if I'm wrong, mm. he came to our Miami meet. No, that's Jake. Yeah, okay, just kidding. Jake on, also dude. rehabbed me. Love him. I think he's coming back There's to so the rehab. There's many, so many names. So, so many, many, many new names, characters so for me. So <laughs> many um, Austin was the one I worked out with. And had a crush on. Yeah. Got Free it. Pre-Boulder. Yeah. Jake. And during Boulder. And now. during. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jake was the one I went to, like, during the actual rehab of, like, getting me back strongly. Right, He was the one who helped me relearn how to squat and do all those things and got me through my surgery and like got me two states got it like he worked out with me until I went to southern but now he lives in Florida and you know makes sharks bully sharks no I told (laughs) him that he makes me do core exercises I didn't like and I told him that a shark was gonna get mad at him and eat him because of that and then he told me that he got hurt and I was like oh my god did a shark actually eat you I'm so sorry I didn't actually want them to (laughs) so Ella what's what's his job He's a trainer. There's you just no trainer. Hold on. I think <laughs> she was confused because you said something about sharks. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Oh, well he moved to Florida and Florida oh, has sharks. So we're just talking about sharks. Okay. I didn't know <laughs> um, if he was like a shark. No, leader. he he works in a gym. Okay, <laughs> like cool. he's a personal trainer too. <laughs> okay. You I did say something though yeah, that you're like I was I told him <laughs> that he was gonna get he was like gonna make a shark do some core exercise and the oh, shark was gonna fight it. back and eat him because of it yeah, follow- that joke just went <laughs> over <laughs> you totally you gotta gotta like, the like wait, wait wait <laughs> wait like, you just said something about sharks doing <laughs> ab exercises <laughs> and he brushed over it yeah it's a thing anyway um no he decided to tear his all of the things in his knee and oh. well, having surgery did like, he decide that i think so because he was playing <laughs> soccer and okay. you know that's that happens But he's having surgery, like, the week before, like, right now, actually, probably, and it's like, well, if I feel up to it, I'll go to the meet, but I might not be able to. Right. But, yeah, no, he got me through that portion. He was the um, muscle therapist and also the brain, because I would just talk to him.
1: He Mm -hmm. learned
0: everything about everyone in my life. Yeah. So, it truly is all about the people that you surround yourself with. Yes. That's where we start. I'm connecting back. Don't worry. I know exactly where we are. (laughs) Yeah. That's the least Um, one of us does. So, surround yourself with like minded people Mm -hmm. and you will be destined for success. And find that one friend with a lot of ADHD because then you'll have a lot of fun with the topics. You're welcome. I think that that's (laughs) (laughs) both me and Kenzie. (laughs) So, yeah. I am not. Kenzie, no, she's Ken's. Sorry, right. shout out Kenzie if you're listening. Shout that out is, Kenzie, she's great friends, cool. Um, All so right. I think that yeah, that yeah, was right everything. Um, thank you for coming on. Yeah, our Ken. little podcast. Thanks for coming only, here for week two. Yeah, only on the second episode. I think this is a great start. Yeah. To yeah, no, it's wonderful. It's a great launch to our, our podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm saying like this was a great episode. And it had like meaning, yeah. And we're going to do more of that, so look forward to that, guys. Ella, what's your Instagram? You do plug anything. Oh, e underscore McLean underscore nine. <laughs> I think. Cool. I okay. we'll have to fact check. <laughs> no, that it's one. okay because last time I had to fact check mine. So okay. I was like Gabby. Oh, by the way, mine's Gabby with an I E. G A B B I E S underscore fitness. I can confirm Ella's is e underscore McLean underscore nine, of the um, nine's nice. my soccer number. Fun oh, fact. Wow, mine yeah. was four. Wow. My Instagram. Don't know why that was relevant. But <laughs> <laughs> my Instagram is. You can do it, Mackenzie G. 2. Yeah, it's not it's really like fitness, guys. Account. It's good lifestyle. Like, yeah, she <laughs> oh keeps God. posting about the beach and making me sad. More yeah, it's sad. Um. <sighs> All
1: right. Well, anyways. Oh,
0: okay. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This and is now watching. on YouTube. Yeah, guys. Because yeah. of Jenna YouTube. Spade. <laughs> Shout out Jenna. Um, She, in order to watch podcasts, she literally needs to. Or in order to listen to podcasts, she, she literally needs, needs visuals. So mm. this is just for She'll her. She'll get to see me wiggling
1: in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it the time. whole time. And, and so me, like, like, like,
0: me, like, <laughs> not knowing what to do with my head. i actually, yeah, I've been playing with like, this a the like, time. Like, yeah, same. Um, so right. anyways, let's I'm bring it in. Peace, love, happiness. Bye. Bye. I feel like we need to end with like a a nice little motivational quote every single time. Okay. Um, What's yours? I think today. Oh. (laughs) Ella's is "Watch out for falling boulders." Or don't fall in a hole. I say that one all the time too. You go. Because I'm still thinking about mine. (laughs) Be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. I was like actually motivational. Yeah, well, I feel like happens, I have to think just about just a better it one. <laughs> um, that was nice Mine that. would probably just yeah. be more of the story, more of this podcast is surround yourself with like-minded people and you're destined for success. Yeah, it's better than boulders. But also look out for falling boulders. Yeah, watch out yeah. for those falling boulders and they holes. really hit you when you don't <laughs> when you don't expect it. <laughs> they, re- they really sneak up on you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this was Gab with Gab and Ken's featuring Ella. Um, come back for more. We have so much more in store for you guys. Apparently Um, Mondays are the day we post. Yes. So, yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, but yeah. So also give us feedback, guys. I mean, I know there's not too many people listening to us yet, but we would love to hear what you have to say. I'll probably ask on, like, my Instagram story. I don't know if you want to, too. Like, what you guys want to hear. You don't have to say that on the podcast. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying... (laughs) All right, anyways, guys, so we're going to end this. Thanks for listening to Gab with Gab and Um, Kenz. This was episode two. Have a good day, night, life. Bye. Bye.